Welcome to the Nixus Podcast. Today I have the two guys from Statues. Introduce yourself, guys. Uh, my name is uh, Lyrical Liaison of Statues. And I'm Jay Aki. Awesome. Nice to have you guys. Where are you guys from? Where Where's your location? North Minneapolis for me. Yep, and I and I live in Champlin, Minnesota, but um, I grew up in North Minneapolis, where Jay, where Jay lives. Nice. I guess that's where you guys met and started the band and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We actually, uh, we, awesome. we we both grew up in in North Minneapolis. We went to high school together. <laughs> Very cool. Um, how was music introduced to you guys? Like growing up, who's who influenced you to start doing this? <clears throat> me, um, my older brother. He had come up from um, Denver when I was about 12, 13 years old and got me introduced to hip-hop. And from there, it just it became its own thing, took on its own life. And, and um, for me, I, both of my parents were very uh, musically inclined. With, with my mom, it was a lot of like um, you know classic rock, um, old Motown stuff. Um, and with my with my dad, it was it was a lot of hip hop. We grew up I grew up listening to a lot of old West Coast hip hops guys like E Forty, Dr. Dre, Ice Cube. So so on our on my side, it was you know with my dad, it was a lot of uh, West Coast hip hop. You know, we grew up I grew up listening to a lot of like E Forty, Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube. Um, and then like on my mom's side, it was a lot of like um, old classic rock. Motown, you know, bands like ACDC and Kiss and Ted Nugent. So it was, there was always music playing in the house all day, every day. So you, you grew up on a big variety of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I would say we both did. Yeah, definitely. Pretty cool. What what are you guys like? What's the plans for the coming months? You guys releasing new songs? Uh, You going to do a show somewhere? Um, we we just released two projects in, in 2022. We released the album and we also released an EP. Um, me and Jay are actually were just talking about this early in the day. Um, sometime uh, uh, late March or early April, we're actually going to start linking up and start um, blueprinting um, the next project. Um, we got a couple songs started, um, but we don't really have anything concrete at the moment. But we're just in that beginning stage of a uh, of piecing, putting everything together. Very cool. So just keep an eye out, and we'll see some stuff in, in the near future from you guys, some new stuff. Absolutely. Awesome. Um, well, we talked about it a little bit, your background, what has you guys like? What brought you guys together. So you guys went to high school together. And where did it go from there? Like you guys just like doing hip-hop in your basement, and then you said, hey, let's do an album? Or <laughs> like, uh, Jay, you can tell, tell about uh, Golden Valley Road. So um, when we were in high school is when we actually started really working together, even though we met in middle school. Um, And we had a house that we lived in, me and my family, on Golden Valley Road at the time. And in the upstairs, it was me and my older brother sharing a room, and we had built a studio in that room. And that was where we had originally started working. Um, like the first year, I think after high school, we really got to work and, and we put out a project. Mike had one called the native LP at the time. And then I think I had put out a project and then we both just kind of put music on the back burner for a while and let life do its thing, you know, go its course. Yeah. Yeah. And, and um, 
around when me and Jay we met in middle school. I think I'm trying to remember. I, I think uh, we met because of rap. Yeah, we, we met we met because of hip hop, and I think the first time I met Jay, we were battle rapping in a lunchroom. <laughs> there was, yeah, it, nice. It, it, yeah, so like what what they would do is like we'd be in a lunchroom and like we would beat on the table, and then like people would just come over and we would battle rap each other, and we'd go back and forth, and it would it would last the entire lunchroom, and that's how actually how me and Jay met. And then um, you know, we someone we introduced like, you to me. They're like, yo. Because they knew that I rapped, because we would we would be rapping outside the school like in the morning, so they already knew I rapped. Yeah. And they were like, "Yo, you gotta meet this guy. He's dope." Yeah. And they're like, "Yeah, this white kid raps." I'm like, "Wait, what?" Then <laughs> 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 I heard him spit. I'm like, "Okay, he's dope." <laughs> yeah, there's. I was. That was the only. I was. Well, there wasn't many kids rapping in the school, and it was even more shocking that hey, there's this white kid that comes over here, and he's he's pretty damn good. But, um, well, I mean, uh, back then, back then it was like that. I remember me too in school. Like you used to see the white kid rap, and you'd be like, "What? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Get him out of here!" <laughs> You're not singing pop. You you rap, yeah. No, that's no, I mean that's pretty cool. It, it, it's nice to see how people meet up and how bands link up. And you guys have like a big history together. Like it goes yeah. way back. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it was because when we made music back in the day, like like Jay said, you know, life kind of happened and we, we went our separate ways for a while. And what what kind of got us back together, because for a time I didn't make music or write anything for years, many years. And um, right in the middle of COVID, Jay was working on this EP and he reached out to me. Um, this was, I think this was about summer of 2020 or so. Yep. Jay, reached, Jay reached out to me and he was like, hey, I got I got this song and... Um, he's like, I, I want you to do something with it. And I'm like, man, I haven't written anything in, in years. You know, I don't, I don't know what the hell I can do to this. And Jay was like, you know, I, I trust you. Take your time, you know, figure it out. And then just, you know, message me or, you know, you know, let me know when you're ready. I was like, cool. So I, Jay sends me the instrumental and, um, you know, I sit down with the, you know, with my phone, my, my the phone pad, uh, the phone pad app and the phone and, and gears slowly started turning, and I came up with something, and I was like, eh, maybe this is passable, you know. And, and I went over to Jay's house later that weekend, and um, I did the verse, and, you know, it actually ended up turning out pretty great. I actually think it was one of the most played songs from the project. I think it was honestly the best track on the project. Yeah, it was It was one of the most played songs on his project. And then he released that EP like a, a couple months later. and Yeah, when I was in L.A., <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jay was in LA. Jay moved to LA for a bit, and then um, you know, when I'm listening to this song, I was listening to it over and over, and I'm like, and, and I'm like, man, I kind of, I kind of like that. I kind of miss writing. I kind of miss piecing songs together, and and then I'm like, I kind of want to make this collab album because we started making a collab album, you know, years prior, but we never finished it, or you know, and nothing ever came of it. And then I, yeah. I contacted Jay, and I was like, hey, do you remember, uh, you know, we started making a statues album like back in the day, and I was like, let's. Let's sit down and actually create that. And he's like, yeah, absolutely. You know, come over, you know, this weekend we can go through beats and we can start writing. And um, and it just started skyrocketing from there. Hell yeah. Very, very cool. That's, that's a nice story. It's nice to see uh, people getting back together. You know what I mean? Life gets in the way, but if yeah. you really want to get something done and accomplished, you know, you can get it done. Yeah. Um, how would you guys define success as an artist? Like somebody's told me that su success was staying true to themselves. 
Like for you guys, what would be success? For me, success is actually getting the damn project released. Like, I'm a perfectionist. I'll sit in the studio for weeks on end mixing the same track. I hear that. Bring something (laughs) from start to finish. That's my book. He's not wrong. It's it's funny because Jay will sit there and work on the same song for weeks and weeks and weeks. <laughs> and I'm like, Jay, it sounds fine. He's like, no, there's 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 something missing. And I'm like, right, okay, <laughs> I'll let I'll let you do your thing. But you know what? I got I gotta let Justice do his thing when we're in the studio. I mean, you know, because an unfinished song it, it irks him. You know, and and it and it does to me too. But you know, we have songs and the projects we do because you know jay is who he is so yeah i'm the same way though when i it's time to get something out it's time to get either the podcast or one of my songs out it always takes me like you know even my uh my audio engineer matt told me not long ago like yesterday i think he said you you want to wait you want to make sure everything is okay because once it's released there's no going back mm-hmm. so, that's some very sound advice yep yeah, me, me and Jay, we say quality over quantity. Absolutely. Sure. Yep. I agree, I agree. So let's take a listen to one of your one of your songs. Um, let's play foreign first. The smell of gunpowder, it ain't foreign. Definitely the sounds of the sirens, it ain't foreign. Seeing and hearing people dying, it ain't foreign. Watch your souls leave flying, it ain't foreign. Yo, the smell of gunpowder, it ain't foreign. Deafening the sounds of the sirens, it ain't foreign. Seeing and hearing people dying, it ain't foreign. Watch your souls leave flying, it ain't alright. Come on, this alien activity, we ain't foreign to it. The gunshots and sirens and fighting, we're born into it. Hanging with the wrong crowd could be something that kills. You see them headlights off, you better run for the hills. You could be hit with a stray and you wouldn't know why. Have your block grand finale like the 4th of July. I feel the pressure on my back, it's heavy like a wide load. Seeing nothing but red and blue lights with my eyes closed. Having reoccurring nightmares, I'm needing a gun. I pull the trigger, it just clicks and they hit me and run. I'm looking like dominoes with these holes in my shirt. They just left me to die, I'm leaking blood to the dirt. This happens every day, but you're safe in your birds. Sometimes you're blindsided, you won't see it occur. But the ones who make it out are the ones that tell the story. Yo, don't worry about me. Focus on the ones before me. The smell of gunpowder, it ain't foreign. Deafening the sounds of the sirens, it ain't foreign. Seeing and hearing people dying, it ain't foreign. Watching souls leave flying, it ain't foreign. Yo, the smell of gunpowder, it ain't foreign. Deafening the sounds of the sirens, it ain't foreign. Seeing and hearing people dying, it ain't foreign. Watching souls leave flying, it ain't foreign. Come on, I'm a card carrying cadaver burying terrorist barreling down a narrow road with not in my variant scaring kids in the area. Watch your souls leave flying. It ain't foreign. 
Yo, the smell of gunpowder, it ain't foreign. Deafening sounds of the sirens, it ain't foreign. Seeing and hearing people dying, it ain't foreign. Watching souls leaving flying, it ain't foreign. Come on. Turn your punk ass We're back. Uh, we just heard foreign from statues. Um, anybody wants to talk about it? What was, what was the creative process? What got your juice flowing for that song? Um, if I can recall correctly, I think foreign. Most most of our songs are usually come about from like us, you know, mutually creating it. I think the, the idea of it came from as, um, you know, me and Jay grew up in a neighborhood where there was um, a, a lot of violence, a lot of gang violence. You know, you go to bed hearing gunshots and sirens every night, and, you know, nobody wants to hear that. And because we grew up in the environment we did, um, you know, that stuff isn't foreign to us versus somebody who might have grew up in, you know, a nicer suburban neighborhood that can't really relate to that. So me and Jay made a song pretty much talking about the stuff we see, you know, and, and the shit we see growing up as kids. You know, it's it's not foreign to us. We're used to it. And to be honest, you know, when you're kids, you shouldn't be used to seeing and and, and hearing those types of things. And no, and we we wanted absolutely to absolutely no, yeah. And we you know decided to to make a song talking about it. I feel like thematically, even foreign almost feels like a sequel to in the trap, which is the first song that we actually got back in the studio and worked on together. Yeah. Um, I remember Mike had written his verse and he told me the beat that he had wrote it to. And I'm on, I'm on the job. I'm driving around and I pull up the beat and I hear it. And just instantly I'm like, oh yeah. (laughs) What's funny, like this is how me and Jay, this is how much me and Jay love hip hop. Like randomly throughout the day, we would just, send raps that we've written to one another like we we just do that like he's like hey i wrote this i'm like hey i wrote this and we'll send it back and forth and we'll be like oh i wrote it to, to to this beat oh i wrote to this beat and then you know we we save those and we actually try to bring those songs to fruition next time we we, we link up in the studios that's really cool do you guys freestyle do you guys like do you have any freestyle songs that you just like said you know what let me get on this bike and just Oh, I said that's that's it. That's it. <laughs> I am absolutely fucking terrible at freestyles. <laughs> Jay, Jay's a little better. Um, I when I freestyle, I I mean, freestyling's fun, but like when it when it comes to actually doing it on a song and being serious with it, I rap about goofy shit. Um, but with me and Jay, we we like our songs to have meaning. I usually I I enjoy sitting down and um and writing a song from scratch and you know coming up with things, coming up with topics. Um. You know, yeah. it's like putting together a thousand piece puzzle. You know, sometimes it's stressful. Sometimes you want you want to chuck shit across the room. But <laughs> but um, but in, in my opinion, <laughs> that's that's the best way of doing it. Yeah. I'm the same way. I can't just freestyle. My brain doesn't think that fast. I have to sit down, pen and pad, and you know. For sure. If I'm freestyling, it's it's not gonna be conscious. It's not gonna be thoughtful. I might say some cool lines, but. 
at the end of the day, it's not going to be a piece of work that I'm particularly proud of. But I have freestyled here and there. I think earlier in the earlier days when we were on Golden Valley Road, we we used to freestyle and record them, and uh, and, and we just it was it was just goofy shit. Yeah, mainly comedic. <laughs> yeah, we actually released some of the stuff too. Which uh, looking back at it, I'm like, God, that's dumb. <laughs> I mean, it has to, you know, it has to. It's part of your story. It's part of growing up. It's part of. I I have some stuff too that I released when I was younger, and I'm like, ugh, cringe. <laughs> but you know, it's out there. Like, yeah, just burn that, please. <laughs> exactly. Can we not play this anymore? Thank you. <laughs> I I feel that way too. Like sometimes when people play my music around me, I'm like, uh, can you do that when I walk away? <laughs> right. Right. I'm just, I feel the same way. Somebody plays one of my songs, and I'm like, "Oh, why are we listening to this?" And they're like, "What's well, your song?" Yeah, I don't want to listen to it, guys. I've heard this long enough. <laughs> it's like I can listen to our music in a car when I'm by myself, but like when somebody else willingly turns it on, I get like blush. I'm like, "Oh my yeah. god!" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know what y'all mean for sure. Uh, how do you guys balance music and like other life obligations, like you know, jobs and families? I don't know if you guys have kids. How do you guys balance all of that? You try to work on we, your music when you have quiet time at night. We tend to set a time and a place for actually recording the music. Yeah. Um. So generally, like when we're in record mode, it's all right. Every week, we're I see you this time. I see you this time. I see you this time. So like. It's usually like a Sunday. It's probably going to be Monday for us going forwards. And so we'll we'll just know that every week this is our time that we carve out for ourselves to get creative. Yeah. And Go ahead. Oh, yeah. We, we, we have to do it that way in order for the, the stuff to be made. Um, you know, I some sometimes our times can be restricted because our work times yeah. are so hot that, um, you know, I have a wife and a kid, so the only time I'm able to really sneak away and make music is after I put the kid to bed. And, you know, I go over to, you know, Jay's house and we make music. Sometimes we're up till, you know, midnight, one, two in the morning. <laughs> yeah. And we, the funny thing is, is every recruit, uh, every uh, studio session, I bring over energy drinks so we can survive. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. otherwise it would last two hours. Yeah. You gotta keep keep awake all night. You gotta yeah. make that time count when you have time to get together. I feel yeah. that I work on my music when uh when the kids are out of the house, when you know, like when I have a few minutes, like an hour I'll sit down and I'll do a bit of music and uh but I mean family comes comes first, obviously. Absolutely. Uh do you guys come from a musical family? I know you said your brother was into rap. Uh, is he still making music now? You know, my older brother hasn't really made a lot of new music as of late, which is kind of kind of upsetting. But you know, he's trying to find himself and get back into it. Yeah. And so I'm 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 really hopeful that he'll he'll turn things around here in the near future, and maybe you'll get to sit down with him one day. Yeah, I, I hope so. I hope so too because Tycoon is is it's very very talented, and um, you know me and Jay. There's been multiple times where we've tried to like get him to come in and 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 craft something with us, and you know he's a very talented guy. But it's just a matter of you know him finding the time and him you know being you know consistent with it. Yeah, sometimes the timing's not right, 
but you know, mm. things change. Hopefully everything can, you know, fit in and he can start making music again. In um, the meantime though, um my little brother has actually finally by the grace of God he's got in the music bug. There you yeah. go. I and I'm glad he has, because he's, <laughs> he's another one, too, where I've been in his ear. I'm like, look, man, I'm like, you can't just be down there with a bunch of your buddies making dumb shit. You got all this music and you're not doing anything with it. I said, you got to get you got to sit down, seriously craft this and let's get it out there. And he's and he's starting to do that. And I'm proud of him. Mm-hmm. He's taking it really Good. serious. Yep. Good. Keep the kids out of trouble. Put them into mm-hmm. music. Yep. Put their focus and energy into something positive. Absolutely. That's the best thing we can offer to them. Yep. Help them focus on something that won't bring them any trouble. That will, you know, right. help them just be a better person in life. Keep them out of these streets. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, do you guys have any weaknesses that you're actually actually uh, like actively working on improving? Um, I, I, at least on on my end, I think for us. Well, our sound, like when people ask us what kind of sound we have, I we can't, I can't ever really pinpoint. It. I just say it's hip hop. But me and Jay, are right now moving forward, are starting to play around with different types of sounds. Um, you know, trying to bring like like more live instruments into our music, stuff like drums, bass, guitars, you know, things like that. Trying to dabble our hand into um, different types of sounds within music. You know, sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. But you know, it's just a matter of trying to figure that out. I've been pushing well, I, I, go ahead. Um, trying to, you know, not just rap, but try and sing. And, you know, by nature, I'm really not a singer. So it's all been like self-taught, you know, just trying to push myself and challenge myself to do things that I've never done before. And that funk around song, Jay's actually, um, you know, throwing some some high notes in the hook. So when you hear that, that'll, that'll be Jay. <laughs> so there you go. Why don't we take a moment right now and go listen to Funk Around and we can hear Jay doing his high notes. Let me tell you what we came to do. We came to lay the floor down and raise the roof. Don't know what we're bringing you Then I got one thing to say to you Let me tell you what we came to do We came to lay the floor down and raise the roof If you don't know what we're bringing you Then I got one thing to say to you To the south, be the concrete slum, so don't let us catch you slipping both eyes over your shoulder. Stopping at the light, don't turn off your motors. New Jack City, you're my boys, other governors. Down to hit a look and beat the brakes off of one of yours. Time to decide, walk or ride. Just hold his levels to the shit you lay, you better abide. And don't approach with the smoke, you better set it aside. Haters make you sick like uncooked swine. Keep marching on with no time to rewind. J.I.K. and L.L. be a hell of a fine, so let's go. 
back to the well again Statues in this bitch, go and tell a friend There's no stone unturned, what I recommend This rap shit's in my bones, it'll never end We the ones, be the ones, no validate Been putting it down since the valley days People came in, and then they parted ways But I came back heavy like a tidal wave We don't stick to one kind, yo, we all tight Flames slowly dying out, cause you all hype So I had to pick one, and it had to be done And statues north side for the six one two. Yeah, that's the bad city. What's good, Minneapolis? Let me know if you with me. Let me tell you what we came to do. We came to lay the floor down and raise the roof. If you don't know what we're bringing you, then I got one thing to say to you. Let me tell you what we came to do. We came to lay the floor down and raise the roof. If you don't know what we're bringing you, then I got one thing to say to you. For sound out of my little town that's known to get down. Mr. Brown, Mr. Kettle, mix it up a little. About to take all of y'all to another level. Strap in, don't get out your seat. Blast off on the count of three. Wanna know what you're about to see? Really, it's not a mystery. You're about to find out like wow. Statues came to throw the mic down. If you ain't with the funk right now, you can go sit your butt down. I'm not playing with you, no. Came to take control, get your butt on the flow. Yo, I bet you forgot this was a rap song, huh? Moving to the beat like it's a dance song, huh? You ain't hurting no one, get your dance on, my. Check it like you got a bunch of vans on, yeah. Fuck around, make a nigga take a chance on, ya. If you bad, check out that advance on, ya. Spend some cash on, ya. And you better make it last. Only here for one night, then I got a dad. One thing to say to you Let me tell you what we came to do We came to lay the floor down and raise the roof If you don't know what we're bringing you Then I got one thing to say to you One thing to say to you 
Let me tell you what we came to do. We came to lay the floor down and raise the roof. If you don't know what we're bringing you, then I got one thing to say to you. You gon' funk around. You gon' funk around. We're back with statues, and we're gonna talk about their song "Funk Around." So, what what inspired that one? Um, yeah, that one was so much fun to create. You know, you know what? "Funk Around" was one of those songs that came together organically. It was kind of it was kind of one of those songs that wasn't really <laughs> pre-planned much. It was something that kind of happened as we were in the studio. And me, Jay, me and Jay found this instrumental that we absolutely felt in love with. And we both wrote to it, and I think at the time we were kind of stuck on trying to figure out a hook. And um, and then I think Jay was like, uh, "What should we call this?" Matter of fact, you had written to it. You you had already laid your verse down, and while you were laying your verse down, I'm sitting there writing the hook. And you okay. said something just messing around. He was like, "Some some some funk around." I was like, yeah, I was like, why don't we just call it "fuck around and find out"? And I think uh, you know, a light bulb pumped up, you know, popped up in your head, and then you started, then you started writing the hook, and then you went in there and you started doing your thing. I'm like, whoa, okay. And then we just kind of like crafted it and and went from there. And it actually ended up being one of the more popular songs from that project. It's probably my favorite song that we've ever made, to be honest. It is, and that's actually you know one of the one of the few songs that actually gets the most play and like uh, you know. And, and like bars and stuff like that. I'm kind of I'm, I'm friends with a few DJs, and that's like one of the main songs they play when in, in clubs and bars. Very cool. If people want to go listen to your music right now, uh, where can they go? You guys are on Spotify. You got YouTube. Yeah. Um. So we're, we're available on all streaming platforms. You know, uh, Apple Music, Spotify, iTunes, Tidal, wherever you can find music, we're there. Awesome. So they just type in statues, and we'll find you. Yep. I would recommend looking up statues set in stone. It'd be a little bit easier to find us that way. It'll take you to the album and or the single by the same name. Yeah, because when you type in um, statues on, I think on Spotify and um, Apple Music and some other ones, there's like a, there's like a, a, a rock band named Statues. Um, All right, so we make sure to write statues then in seven stones, and we know that it's you guys. Yep. And then they'll also see that uh, that the black and white picture I sent you of us, too. So that'll be able to help narrow it down. Yes, that's going to be posted on my uh, Facebook page and on my website. So people will be able to see also who you guys are. Um, we'll make sure to make a promo. <laughs> um, so you guys have Facebook. You guys have an Instagram. Where can we follow you guys? Um, so... Actually, we, you can find us uh, a statues at at um, Facebook. Um, there is a Facebook page where the um, photo is the black and white picture that they'll see on the on the website. Um, at Instagram, I plan on starting a page for us here fairly soon. Um, but as of right now, um, I have, we have uh, set up in, um, on Facebook for now. Maybe we'll use so Instagram we'll you on Facebook. next project. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what's 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 the meaning behind statues? Where 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 did you get the inspiration from? Like, um, damn Jay, I honestly don't remember. <laughs> I think I think because we were so long. I know. I, I all I know all I can remember really much from is like we were talking about making a joint album, 
And uh, we were kind of running through names, and I, I don't know. I think one of us, you know, came up with the word statues, and and we just kind of stuck with that. Um, yeah, I wish I wish I can give you more of a of a story for that. <laughs> it's over ten years ago. I don't remember. Sorry. It's really more about like what a statue represents, and like the idea of the stain power that a statue has. Generally, somebody puts a statue up. That statue ain't going nowhere unless you know. Decades down the line, somebody decides that the person that that statue is offensive. But. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, yes. Hopefully, we will never go anywhere. That's the idea that even, you know, when we're long gone, the music will always stand as a testament. And everything we've done here on this earth will stand as a testament for things for who we are and that we stood for. Absolutely. Sorry, you guys probably just heard my son in the background. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> uh, he does that at least once every interview. He wants to be involved. <laughs> he wants to be heard. He's got to get his uh, royals too, right? Exactly. <laughs> Let me in on that show. Let's go. <laughs> what advice would you give to your younger self? Here we go. Since we're talking about young little boy, what would you guys give? yourself as an advice like if you could sit down with your younger self right now um man if, if i were to give advice to my younger self it would have been to start taking shit more seriously um you know because when, when you're young obviously when you're young you want to you know be young and do young things you want to party you want to hang out which is which is all fine but you know when it when it comes to stuff like um you know building a business and, and making music, like doing stuff that me and Jay are doing right now. Um, kind of, I kind of wish I would have got into that stuff a little earlier. Um, you know, that way it would it'd be, which it would just be more knowledgeable and, and a little further than, you know, where I feel like I am now. Um, and then I, I kind of wish I wouldn't have taken that break from music either, but also I'm kind of glad that Jay hit me up and, and, and got me back into it. So I'm always thankful for that. I, I was just talking to him about that earlier today. I, for my part, I wouldn't do anything different because everything that I did and everything that I've gone through in my life brought me to the point that I'm at today. And I can guarantee you this music that we've put out this last, what, year, year and a half, two years now? Yeah. I, I, I never would have created this music if I didn't go through every little step that I went through. Yeah, I was writing hip hop all together, and I picked up a guitar and I wrote songs on a guitar, and, and even that period of my life lended itself to the artist that I am today. So you could play a bit of the guitar too. That's, that's just pretty a little, cool. just a little. <laughs> enough, enough to be able to write some songs too. So yeah. I mean, yeah. That's funny. I, m I remember seeing a video with Jay sent me a video of him playing a guitar. I'm like, where the fuck did you get that? And where did that come from? Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I never expected Jay to. I mean, which is cool. I'm glad he could play guitar. That's awesome. Mm. I can't play worth shit. But like, you know, when I seen him play that guitar, I'm like, OK, OK. So we're, we're changing it up a bit. That's cool. <laughs> we're going country. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> the gospel stage of my life. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> How'd you guys learn to rap? This is just something that you started doing. You just 
just started rapping one day with your favorite artist and you just like, well, I, I like doing this and you just started doing your own thing or did you have to work at it? It was, you know, mainly just listening to some of my favorite rappers like Eminem, um, 50 Cent, Tupac. And um, I remember, I can remember to this day, actually, being about 12 years old, um, back in the good old BET MTV days when they had music videos playing. Mm-hmm. And it was, oh, I think they like me. Um, <laughs> and that was, it was the remix. It was playing. And next thing you know, I'm freestyling. I say something. I'm like, ooh, hold on. I like that. It's got it cool. So I got a piece of paper and I wrote it down real quick. And that was my first time ever writing rhymes. And from there, it just took off. But ever since I was like seven years old, actually, I remember writing songs. So it's always just kind of been a thing for me. Yeah, I, I for me, I remember um, when I was younger, I, my step I had a stepbrother named Devon. He actually ended up um, passing away um, last year um, due to a drug overdose. But when we were younger, um, we used to have an MP3 player, and it used to record. Yes, I remember those. <laughs> yep. So what we would do is that we used to download instrumentals. This was back when LimeWire was a thing, you know, back when you Oh, can, yes. Yes, when you <laughs> download music illegally and give your computer AIDS. And yeah. so, <laughs> so what, what we, we used to download instrumentals and put them on this MP3 player. And we would, you know, put the um, the instrumentals onto our Xbox or whatever we had at the time, PlayStation, whatever. Yeah, the Xbox used to be yes. with music back in the day. Yep. I still, I, my old PlayStation, I still got beats on there. But um, so what we would do is we would play the beats um, from the console and we would record ourselves from the MP3 player. And it was one of those things, too, like freestyling, you know, messing around, whatever, coming up with dumb shit. And then... um. And then we actually got to the point where we actually started writing, like grabbing an actual notebook and pencil. Like I, I still, it's tucked away somewhere. I still have my notebooks, rhymes from high school. You know those old college, wow. thick college, oh. I got the, the the college notebooks, the thick ones. Um, <laughs> but for you know, for as far as artists and people that I'd listened to, you know, me and Jay had um, you know great teachers. You know, our music taste is pretty parallel, and I think that's why our friendship and you know is the way it is. And we've known each other for so long is that you know we're students of the game. Um, we study hip hop, yeah. and you know we've done that for many years, and we're going to continue to do it. And and um, that's just how we get better. We 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 keep going and we keep studying it. That's, that's the thing to do. High school where my English teacher was teaching us poetry and the English teacher knew that I rapped. Mm -hmm. So she said, Jay, why don't you do me a favor, go through your notebook and try to find something that's clean enough to show for the class. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I go through, I'm like, all right, how about this one? Puts it up on the board. Whoops. That was my alarm for this interview. <laughs> um, she puts my notes up on the board, and she starts breaking down all of the different poetic um, mm -hmm. sort of techniques that I'm using in my music, like alliteration and, and uh, 
God, I, don't, I can't even think of all the words. I'm like, damn, I didn't realize that all of this, you know, technique and idea goes into the shit that we just kind of do for fun. Like, we don't mm-hmm. think about it that hard. But when you break it down, like... It's like writing a poem. amazing absolutely. shit. Yeah. Especially rap. Like songs, pop songs, there's a different format. Rock song is a complete different format. Then you get to rap, and rap is very poetic. Very mm-hmm. poetic. Yep. Yeah, and, and when you're in high school and you're younger like that, you don't really think that in depth, you know, what's, you know, no. you're, with, with the way you're writing, you know what I mean? But, you know, as we get older, we get better. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, would you say, uh, would you guys say music and art is important to society? Like, I know a lot of classes, a lot of schools are trying to cut, like, music classes and art classes. Like, uh, yeah. I think it's detrimental to the kids. I think music and art is something that all kids should have access to. Oh, absolutely. So when you're young, you don't know how to express yourself. Music gives you a vehicle of expression. When you can't find the words to say, Mom, Dad, I'm hurting. Mom, Dad, I'm struggling. I need help. You can say it through music in a way that almost anybody can understand you. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, you know what, um, that, you know, I've, I've been hearing some of that stuff too, that, um, you know, schools across the country are getting funding cut from like band and, and, and music and, you know, being able to have after school programs for spoken word and poetry. You know, the, the thing is, is that the high school me and Jay went to, they used to have an after school program, um, for spoken word and me and Jay used to go to that. So, Matter of fact, you and I basically formed it. Yes. So there was a there was a person who worked at our school who used to um, stay after school and run this class, you know, a spoken word class. And what he would do is that he'd bring a CD with instrumentals on it, and he'd have us write. And he'd be like, you know, write to whatever song or write write to whatever beat you like, and you know, let's hear it. And you know, that's what we did. And that, and we would do that. Started. Yeah. And um, and we would go there, you know, a couple times a week. And, and, you know, stuff like that to kids is very important. It keeps them off the streets. It keeps them from, you know, getting into all the dumb shit that they do. Um, you know, music and art is very important. And I think if we didn't have that, um, the, the world would be a lot worse place. Um, you know, kids need structure. People need structure. Music and art helps them out with that. I agree. Even as an adult, like writing music. The way you see the young kids just dying to express themselves right now, like they've been deprived of that self-expression in school. So now they got to go to stuff like the Internet and their smartphones for it. A lot, a lot of of, them to explore their creative sides. Yeah. You know, a lot of people don't have an outlet to express themselves and a lot of people don't have a creative outlet you know and that's why people end up you know getting into just terrible things yeah absolutely absolutely it's like i can punch this guy in the face or i can hold it in and go to the studio and lay a track about how pissed off i am yeah. <laughs> you could yeah. yes you could put all that rage and everything you feel back into your music back into and then you feel so much better and like, you're not in jail with an assault charge. I was gonna, I was gonna exactly. say, yeah, one, one won't get you in trouble. The other one will. So you choose wisely. <laughs> exactly. Um, 
How do you think, how do you guys think social media changed the music industry? Like since COVID, like, uh, there's, it's been a big shift. Everybody, everybody can talk about it. Everybody can say that in every aspect of life, but in music, since COVID hit and nobody could do a show, like, how mm-hmm. would you say social media changed the game? Um, I, I would say social media has made it a lot easier for artists and bands to network and connect with each other. Um, I, I can, I mean, I can only imagine before social media, it was probably slightly more difficult, but, um, social media is, is helped out a ton. Um, you know, if it wasn't for social media, I don't think we would have been able to, to do this podcast together. Absolutely. Um, if it wasn't, you know, for social media, me and Jay wouldn't have the, the producers that we work with. We wouldn't have exactly. Uh, we wouldn't have some of the, you know, some of the artists that we've worked with so far. So it helps with um, networking. That beat I made never would have happened because that producer through social media. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And um, the social media has its pros and cons. You know, obviously people who are, you know, spend half a second on there know it. Um, but, you know, networking is, is one of those good things that it does. Absolutely. I mean, the band I was in before Crossover, um, I was in Canada. Um, my producer was here somewhere in Virginia. Um, my guitar player was somewhere else in Virginia. And the girl that we feature on the song that won a competition to be featured is in the UK. Oh, wow. So this collaboration, and I've done one with a guy in India also. Like, wow. that's how social media changed my game. Like, crossover is pretty much what gave me, like, uh, you know, a foot in the community and being able to. And then I decided to switch it around and actually sit here and interview bands and get to know more bands. And, yeah, I think uh, it's definitely a double-edged sword, though. Yes, absolutely. Because I was going to say, I, social media is also land of the bullies. And, you know, like, and you can, just you how careful. many people are out there? so easy to get swallowed among a crowd. Yes. Yep. That's why you have to be you have to be part of a, a community. I mean, uh, since I started the podcast, I saw a little community, like I, and I kind of entered it, and you guys are in it, and then the, all the other bands that are coming on the show that have been on the show. Um, it, it's like everybody's helping each other right now, and it's beautiful mm-hmm. to see because nobody helps the little bands. So we have no. to help each other. No, and you know what? It, it, with social media too, um, it, it makes growing your music um, a lot easier as well. Um, you know, I, I feel like without social media, it, it would be very difficult, um, or I would say more difficult. I mean, it is to, to grow it. Um, and and how busy people are. Not everybody has time to come out and see a show. Social media helps you grow it, like around the world but you you'd be you'd be promoting your music locally you'd be doing the, the footwork you know like oh, you used mean, to have we used to have street teams you have to you know right like, yeah yeah that doesn't happen anymore there's no more street teams now there's what street like there's the team that's at the shows and everything but i think that's the biggest change on social media is that a click of a finger and you can discover a whole world of artists yeah it could be like you know you going to uh, you know Kinkos and burning copies of your CD. 
Yes. Slanging them off the back of your trunk because that's that's how a lot of local artists, especially in our area. I mean, back in the day before social media, that's how you got your music around. You would you would bring them to hip hop shops and you would you know post up somewhere. You know you'd you know you'd slang your music out of your car and people would come up and buy them and you know that's how you got your music around. If you were lucky, you might be able to get it you know in a in a record store. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, that's just that's how music got passed around. And I mean, you don't really have to do that that much nowadays um, because of social media. So it, it helps everybody out. I think so I think who really wins from social media is the consumer, the listener, the fan. Yep. Um, someone, you know, who has a particular taste of music now has the ability to discover music from all over the world that might cater to them. And someone who might not have otherwise ever come into contact with you as an artist now has that chance to do so. Absolutely. Yep. So before we close the podcast, um, one last question. Uh, what's the best piece of advice somebody else has given you in your life? I, I would say the best piece of advice that someone's given me and that I can give to other people is always stay consistent. Um, no matter what you're doing, if it's if it's making money, if it's making music, if it's even if it's just your regular job, stay consistent. Consistency is key because people are uh, some people are so quick to give up when they don't get the results right away. Mm-hmm. You know. And, and and the true key is to is to stay consistent. I mean, it gets rough. There's times where people want to quit. People, you know, people want to quit their jobs. They want to quit this because they feel like they're not getting anywhere. But you have to keep pushing the envelope. Do not fucking quit. It will pay off sooner or later. You know, just don't quit. Stay consistent. One thing I was always told was don't let anything surprise you. You know, it's a good one. We just started making music for the fun of it, and to my surprise, people enjoyed it. People wanted <laughs> more. <laughs> I'm like, wait, you don't hate me? You guys, you guys are good. I was playing your music in the car uh, earlier, and uh, uh, I was like, ooh, I'm, I'm liking this. This beat is like, yes, yes, I love this. So, I mean, you guys have a sound. You guys... You, you, and I, I I can't say you guys sound like this person I guess so you guys have your own sound which is pretty fucking cool. You know what me one comparison me, I've heard from people that I I am very happy to claim is we sound like a northern outcast. <laughs> okay. Okay. And I'm like, I'll take that. I'll take that. Hey, outcast, <laughs> fucking dope. I'll take right. that. Right. You know and. The thing with that too is that um, and we we don't want to we don't want to be stuck to having a specific sound. I think me and Jay really enjoy branching out and and trying our hand in, in different sound. We love mixing rap with other things, and I think that's one of the things we're going to be touching on in the next project is is um trying to come up with different sounds that we haven't done before and and see how well we can put those together. Um, and if they work, that's awesome. And if they don't, I mean, it's not the end of the world. I mean, music is never ending. Absolutely. Time for my shameless plug real quick. Um, I do have a Discord open if you guys want to join the servers on, like it's posted every day on my Facebook page. Um, I'm hoping to make a little community where people help themselves. My audio engineer, Matt, is there. Um, there's a, other bands there. And I'm hoping we can all help each other. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm trying to do this with the people that are on the podcast. So if you guys are interested, the link is there. Join us. There's a few of us in there 
already. And we just hang out, shoot shit, and just talk. That's awesome. And I was gonna, another thing I was going to point out too is a lot of the, uh, a lot of the, uh, the people that follow us on our artist page on Facebook, a lot of them are bands, like actual, you know, like, like rock bands, which is oddly enough because we're a hip hop band. We have a few like hip hop, you know, people that follow us, but the mass majority, the vast majority of it is, um, rock bands. And, and then just the fact that they, you know, listen to our music as well and follow us and they're, you know, even show a spark of interest of us is really awesome. So. There's a lot of uh, bands out there that are trying to help each other out. Like I'm going to shout out a few of them. Like um, Ang- Anger Overdose is one of them. Uh, they make sure to share my stuff pretty much every day. Death Pigeons, yep. Lennox, like all those guys, they keep helping each other. They keep helping the community. So I'm hoping everybody can do the same. Um, if everybody can share at least one other person's post every day, I think we can you know, help each other out, grow in numbers, and not have to pay Facebook for their ads and stupid shit that they want us oh, to pay for. For their ads is a scam anyways. It doesn't do I, anything. I no. know. You know what? When we first released Set in Stone, I was doing the shit. I was paying for ads, and I realized that I wasn't really getting a good return on it. You know, and and, and in the um that community you're mentioning, too, I do share stuff. I do, you know, react to posts and stuff like that. I think I've shared a, a couple of your things, too, as well. Um, so that, that's actually the true way to do it is, is organically like that, instead of, you know, spending hundreds of dollars or thousands of dollars on ads that might not work. Exactly. Exactly. And you're helping out another band. You're helping out a, a, a podcast host or a radio that played your song. Yep. I mean, we got to help each other out. Guys, it was awesome to have you on the show. Um, I really enjoyed our conversation. I mean, I could probably keep going like this for another hour, but, um, Editing is going to kill me if I keep going. So. <laughs> awesome. Thank you for having me. Really it, it was my pleasure. Uh, I'll um, make sure we edit, and then we'll send you guys a copy uh, that you can keep. Sweet. And, uh, I'll make sure to keep you guys updated on when it comes out. What are we or the tent right now should come out around the 18th or the 19th. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, guys, for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Keep being awesome, guys. You as well. Thank you. You too. Bye.